0: so i was on twitter the other day and i and i noticed something that uh, bernie sanders had tweeted and i always pay attention when bernie sanders tweets something okay um especially because i feel sorry for him now and he's not you know he's an old man and he's not uh he didn't become president and he's not very relevant anymore and so anytime he says something i just i just i feel bad for him so i just i say okay i'll i'll, I'll listen and this is what he, he tweeted. He said, let me, be, let me be as clear as I can. It is unacceptable that millions of college graduates cannot afford to buy their first home. <laughs> so you thought how it started, you thought he was going to say it's unacceptable that college graduates can't afford college. But he's, he's already been through that. Clearly, they, they're supposed to get free college. Now he's moved on to the home. They should also get homes. So that's the next project, I guess. Free houses, free education, uh, uh, free health care, free birth control. Anything else? Cupcakes? Snowflakes? You need anything else? Can we get you anything else? You want some fries with that? Maybe a free massage chair? Free foot baths, perhaps? Coupons to uh, Chipotle? Well, that won't do any good because a coupon means you still have to pay something. Gift cards? A uh, monthly supply of gift cards to chain restaurants of your choice. You know, I, I mentioned this, uh, this on Twitter and, and someone said to me, uh, they said, uh, there's a difference between affordable and free. Basically claiming that college grads and college students, they just want affordable college. They want affordable housing and so on. Well, there's a few things about that. First of all, that's not really true because there, in fact, are a great many people insisting on straight up free college, certainly free birth control and everything else. And I'm sure free houses as well. And But we know that it's not free. And uh, and they know that. They know that as well, that it's not actually free. Somebody has to pay for it, but they don't care. The rest of us have to pay for it and they don't care because they're self-obsessed and greedy. But second, as for insisting on affordable houses and that kind of stuff, there are, or affordable college, um, well, maybe not college, we'll get to that in a second, but affordable houses, affordable cars, affordable food. There are plenty of affordable houses, affordable cars, affordable food, all of that. But you have to be willing to live humbly. See, anytime I hear someone say, well, I can't afford this, I can't afford that, it's not affordable. It's almost everything is affordable. Almost everything is affordable to almost everybody in the United States. If you're willing to live humbly, if you're not picky about your lifestyle, if you're willing to live in a non-flashy, non-trendy way, a way that won't necessarily make for great Instagram photos, Um, there's an affordable version of almost everything. Okay, Affordable houses, affordable cars, affordable clothes, affordable food. But that's that's not actually what people want. When they say, "Oh, it's not affordable," it's not affordable. Especially when we're talking about because, like, look, if you if you're a you know a family, if you if you have a family and you have kids, um, especially if you're a single-income in- family, you could still make it work. You could still find affordable versions of everything. But uh, depending on your financial situation, even the affordable things can be a little tight. But when we're talking about, you know, recent college grads, single, no dependents, everything's affordable to them. Everything's affordable to them unless, unless they insist that everything has to be the nicest version. Because when it turns out, Is that a lot of people in America, when they say they want an affordable something, that's not really what they want. Because that means that, you know, you're going to end up living in a small house in a not so trendy area and you're driving a crappy car, a crappy used car, and you're wearing clothes from Walmart. And you don't want to do that, do you? No, you want the best of everything, the highest quality, the most popular, uh, and, uh, and you want that to be affordable. And even that is affordable if you work hard and earn the money and uh and if you make you know collecting all of that crap all that stuff into a priority in your life but you don't even want to do that do you you want to do nothing and still be able to afford the best of everything and so in effect yes you basically want it handed to you you basically want it for free um third thing When it comes to affordable college tuition, let's say, you'll notice that most of the people clamoring for affordable college tuition are in college now or recently graduated. So they want something to be affordable even though they already bought it. They already bought it. Why did you buy something if you can't afford it? This is what I don't understand. Well, I do understand it, but this is a a question that I think these people should be forced to answer. You're saying it's unaffordable. Why did you buy it? Because, yeah, college actually is very unaffordable, um, or many colleges are, four-year colleges are, because, of course, you can't go to community college. That's not good enough. So you want to go to the big university and that, and um, the nice campus, the parties. And, yeah, that is that is unaffordable for, for most people. And maybe that's why most people shouldn't buy it. It, it strikes me that with this push for, Uh, affordable college you know it's a it's a bit like purchasing an expensive i don't know painting or something at an auction paying for it on credit taking it home and then a few months later coming back to the auction house and and insisting that you get some of your money back because you can't afford it You you can't afford it yeah, you know, I, I, I make $11,000 a year working part-time at American Eagle, and I bought this $97,000 item that it turns out I can't afford, so I'm going to need you to return $96,950 so as to make it affordable retroactively, okay? But, of course, that wouldn't fly anywhere in the real world. Only college grads think they can pull that kind of stunt. For me, this is a very simple calculation uh, that you have to make. There is a very simple calculation you have to make before you you buy anything. And this is the first thing that, let me me explain what I do. Here's my process. You want to know my process for shopping, for buying things, uh, whether it's uh, a hamburger or a car or a college education. Before I buy anything, I ask myself, there are a couple questions. The first question I ask myself is, can I afford this? And if the answer is no, then I don't buy it. That ends. That's the end of the whole process, right there. I can't afford it, so I don't need to keep thinking about if how much it would, be, how great it would be if I had it. I don't do the window shopping. I can't afford it because there are a lot of things that I see as I go about my daily life, and I think, well, you know, it would be nice if I could afford that, but I can't. So that's that. So if the answer is no to that question, if you ask yourself, can I afford it, and the answer is no. Then don't buy it. And, and uh, one note on that. If you are uh, a young adult with no job and no assets or even, let's say, a part-time job and no assets or a full-time job and uh, $3,047 of assets, something like that, if you're in that range, um, a $65,000 college tuition or a $65,000 college education is not affordable you cannot afford it if you in effect have no money you cannot afford an upper five figures college education you cannot afford it you can't afford it you don't have the money for it so you should know that um but let's say that you can't afford something then the next question is do i need this Will it be helpful? Will it be edifying? Will it enrich my life? And some college some college students can go down that checklist and honestly answer yes to every question. I think most cannot. And so as it stands right now, most people should not go to college. Mo I didn't say all, most. Most should not. Because most people cannot answer yes can i afford it do i need it will it be helpful will it be enriching will it be edifying most people cannot answer yes to all those questions and therefore they should not be buying it this is a logical conclusion that even even i can make as a non-college grad if you can't afford it you don't need it it's not helpful it's not edifying it's not enriching then you should not buy it it doesn't matter what it is so when when i go off on this rant and i admit that i go off on it uh on a well i i have it it's a I have it on like a bi-monthly schedule to do this, and my my two months are up. And anytime I do, people will say to me, oh, uh, okay, so you don't think education is important. You're anti-education. And let me explain that I I do think it's important, education. I think it's very important. But education is a lifelong process, one that um, may or may not involve formal institutions, beyond 12th grade. It need not involve formal institutions for everybody or most people. Uh, For myself personally, I've discovered that not only do I have no need for college education professionally right now, but even in terms of the education itself, I've learned quite a bit without the formal institutions. Because I picked up books, I've developed my own my own areas of interest, and I've explored them. Recently, for instance, I, I found a real uh, and and also for me surprising passion for Russian literature. I've started reading, you know, especially Dostoevsky, and now I'm telling everyone that I you know I read another book, and I t- and I annoy everybody around me because I'm like you got to you got to read this book. I've gone into the Brothers Karamazov speech for for everyone around me, and they're sick of hearing about it uh, because it's one of the greatest books of all time, but. And so I've just been tearing through some of these great novels for my own benefit, but that's my point. Just for my own benefit. Not to use it. And that's, that's actually what I think is so great about it. Is that, you know, you pick up a great book or you, you, know, you, you learn about a particular subject. Um, I've also recently been uh, reading up on, uh, I've read a few books on World War II. I knew something about it before, but I didn't know as much as I wanted to know. And uh, and so I've been reading um, something about that. There's a a book called An Army at Dawn, which is one which is a trilogy of books um, written by, I think, Rick Atkinson. And it's about the uh, the uh, the American campaign of World War Two in the Atlantic Theater. And great books. Okay. And I've been reading about that and I've been learning about that for, for no reason other than I just want to know. I don't, I'm not gonna, I probably will never be in a position where professionally it's gonna be required that I know a lot about World War II or that I've read Dost, uh, Fyodor Dostoevsky's entire catalog or anything like that. It's probably never gonna, it, it, it doesn't naturally come up unless I bring it up. So I'm not trying to get a job based on it. But, This is something just purely for my own enlightenment to make me a better person. That's all. And what I'm saying is that if you have an intellectual appetite. So I'm not saying that you have to be an intellectual and be a genius because I'm not. But you have an intellectual appetite, meaning you just want to know things. And I don't mean you want to fill your brain with information, with just with just an assortment of information. I don't mean that. Like you scroll down your Facebook news feed, you go on Twitter, you know, maybe you flip on cable news, maybe you don't. You just, you look at the headlines uh, on the internet kind of thing and you just need, and you just have all this information. Just ran, but random, but you don't know anything. You just have random bits of information, but there's nothing beneath the service, the surface. There's, there's nothing really there um, because a lot of people have that yearning. The yearning for information, the desire for information, is very common, and uh, it, nowadays, because of the internet, almost everybody has a lot of information bouncing around in their head. But there's no real knowledge there. There's no understanding. There's no under. They don't. They can't interpret any of the things they 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 uh, any of the information that they have. Because while while everyone wants to have information, I think it, a real intellectual appetite that is a real yearning to know things just to know them that is uncommon it seems like anyway and if you don't have that i'm talking about that appetite and that hunger for knowledge um then first of all even if you go to school it's not going to do you much good i found for me and this is, everyone's different but for me personally when i was in formal school formal schooling I didn't have much of an appetite for learning or for knowledge. I didn't, cra- I didn't really care to know. I, I, I was fine not knowing. It didn't bother me. I could get by, you know. I graduated. I could get by. I, pr- I used to pride myself on the fact that in some classes I could just BS my way through it, which is a stupid thing to pride yourself on, pride yourself on but I did. But I never really felt like, oh, I really just want to know this. I just, I, just re- I want to know what everyone else knows about this subject. It's an interesting subject. I, wanna, I, I never felt that way. And, that's, and I don't blame school for that entirely. It's partly my own fault. But the formal environment just didn't stimulate my passion for learning and for knowledge. It does for some people. It didn't for me. And so what I know from experience is that if you don't have that passion for knowledge and for learning, going to school won't do anything for you. It's not, it, they're not, they can't create that. If you have a really, really great teacher, maybe they can pull something out of you Maybe they can, at least in that class, make you kind of interested. But it takes more than having one great teacher. You, have, you need to just want to know things for their own sake. And if you don't, then, then school will do nothing for you. Nothing. Yeah, I would, still, I would recommend that you at least graduate high school anyway. But uh, beyond that, it's, there's, no, there's no point. Um, but if you don't have much of an intellectual appetite, you go to college anyway. Once you get out, you stop learning. After college, because you don't care. If you even learned in college at all, um, after a few years, your college degree will really be a waste, not only because you didn't get a job in your field, but because you didn't tend to expand upon, grow the knowledge base you developed in college. And so it withered away. And that's a real shame. That's the greatest shame of all. And I know know a fair amount of people, who were kind of like this that they went to school, they studied a particular subject, they majored in a particular subject and I can remember what they were like when they were in school, at least on that subject. And they, you know, they, they did know a fair amount. They didn't know as much as they thought they did, but they knew a fair amount. And now you talk to them about that subject. They don't know anything about it anymore. They, they haven't retained hardly any of it um, because that's the way it goes. If you don't, you, you know, you can't just learn something for a few years at one point in your life and then just leave it there in your head without tending to it or trying to expand upon it. If you do that, it goes away. So people have accused me of being anti-college. I'm not. In fact, I would say that if your college education, even apart from what it did for you professionally or didn't do, if it made you a better person, if it brought you closer to truth, if it made you stronger in virtue, if it sparked a lifelong hunger for knowledge, a love of knowledge, if it made you, I guess you you might say, a philosopher in, in 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 that regard, that is, someone who loves knowledge. If it did that, and even if you're working as a shift manager at Burger King right now, then I would say your college degree was not a waste. It was not a waste, if it did that for you. Then it really was priceless. Because I do feel that sometimes when we talk about college and we criticize, you know, uh, The college education, as it stands right now, we say, oh, people get these degrees. They don't use them. They don't get jobs. Uh, I don't. That is a valid criticism. But I don't think we should take a strictly kind of utilitarian view of education because it's not all about, quote unquote, using it. It's not knowing the whole point of knowledge isn't simply so that you can profit from it financially. That's one of the benefits, maybe, but that's not the whole point. So if, if, if you did, if all those things applied to you, and even if you didn't use it in a financial sense, but you used it in a deeper sense, then I would say it was a priceless experience, truly, and it was worth all the money in the world. That's why the, the biggest shame of all is that college does not have that effect on most people these days. That's the point I always try to make here. Put everything else aside. Look around you. Do you see a population of, of young adults who are by and large in love with the truth, in love with knowledge, who thirst for wisdom, who strive to understand and to learn? Do you see that? Among recent college graduates, do you see that by and large? No, you don't. I mean, I certainly don't. Do you? Is college to blame for that? Not entirely. But has it demonstrably helped? Has it made the situation better? Absolutely not. Has it had a, 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 a deleterious effect? I would say it has. It has. And that's why I'm going to be very careful before I you know, send my own kids to college. Or I'm, going to, or I'm going to give this speech to them many times as they grow old, older. And they're going to get sick of hearing it. But it's, but it's very important. Pushing your kid into college just so he goes to college is a really stupid move. It's a really dumb move. And you might be setting them up for a lifetime of debt and failure if you do it, if you're not careful. And so I think that we all have to keep that in mind. All right. That's going to do it for me. Uh, it was a great talking to you guys. And uh, happy 2017, by the way. Hopefully it's better in 2016, which, which, as we know, is the worst year ever in history. The worst year ever. OMG. So maybe 2017 will just be the second worst year ever. Okay. Don't set your, don't set your sights too high. Have low standards, and uh, you'll usually get over them. That's been my strategy. All right, I'll talk to you guys next time. Aku te salus. Godspeed, everybody.